my daughter asked me today, are you still recording the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) It's the off season. It's the off season. season. (laughs) (laughs) We're Uh, on a break. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to My Got A Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, my co-host, John Powell, and I catch up on what we've been doing this off-season. Then, we spend the rest of our time answering questions from you, our listeners. Thanks to everyone who reached out with what they wanted to hear us talk about. I think you'll enjoy it. As always, remember you can follow us on social media at My Gotta Podcast. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, five stars obviously, and review the show. If you leave us a review, you just might hear it on an upcoming episode. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. Have you done any prep for this or like what's the outline? <laughs> so I started, I started prepping and then like the first thing that I jotted down kind of went into one of Bobby's questions. And so then I like was kind of like wanting to segue into that. And then I just started like writing down all the listener questions. And so that's how I came. And I was like, man, there's a lot of stuff in here. We got so many questions off we of have the so tweet. many stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we got so much stuff on the tweet. I was like, we could just talk about this. <laughs> Thank you to the listeners. Yeah. So I mean I dro- I, I jotted down a couple other things. Um, actually one high level thing, like, do we want to talk about basketball at all? I wrote down basketball question mark. I mean, NCAA tournaments going on. We're basketball. What is like, it? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think because like last time so our last episode. Hey, listen, listen. Will the last basketball player please turn the lights on when they leave you know what Holy i mean like, cow. on yeah. their way out can you please right. just shut the lights off yeah i know seriously <laughs> apparently we're trying to save money on our program so we can't afford <laughs> to keep the lights on <laughs> right right so i don't know i don't know okay so maybe we'll see maybe we'll see how long we go and we can we can uh maybe have time for basketball but I don't know. I thought I don't know. I thought we could just kind of start off like uh, I don't know. What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it's been a lot of bourboning. Um, I've I've kind of delved into the bourbons a good bit more lately, um, as far as like things that have occupied my time. And you've um, discovered dog bourbon Twitter. I've discovered dog bourbon Twitter is deep and and. And, and awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a chance to meet, meet up with some folks, um, connected with some guys that I didn't even realize were were into it. So it's been it's been fun to take the conversation from Twitter offline as well to a certain extent and get a little bit more personal personal touch with the the folks that we interact with a good bit on on Twitter. Um, you know, I I think I had mentioned in one of the podcasts before, but I lost a little bunch of weight during during this whole situation um but i started doing started doing boot camps so i, I get up at 5 30 in the morning or five o'clock in the morning and work out at 5 30 uh three days a week with my son uh master chief with a group called f3 over in uh in west cobb so if, if anybody's in the area come out and come out and join us give me a dm uh it's it's fun it's a st- solid group of guys Nice. Yeah, I uh I I I actually have lost lost a little weight myself and then I'm a I've become one of the weird Peloton people. <laughs> You're a weird Peloton person? 
<laughs> you and you and uh, Logan, you and Logan can log your log your rides. I bet you've I bet you've ridden more than I have. Uh, I don't even know. I probably uh, I I go back and forth as to how much I do it or not. Um, but right now I'm in it. Yeah, I I I, don't know. I actually try to ride. I probably ride six days a week. I'd say on it. That's um, way more than I do. Yeah, but I do like varying lengths <laughs> depending on what else I do. So because also in the pandemic, I created a home gym. So I kind of mix between. Like I will work out, I'll like lift weights and then do a shorter ride or I won't lift, lift weights and I'll do a longer ride. So whatever. I don't know. It's fun. Um, we need to see, we need to see some, we need to see some pictures of this. I haven't, I, I didn't know you had built a gym. Oh, the home gym. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you well, know, I already, I, it's, it's not the Chuck Norris home gym, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Although like we totally watched that infomercial this weekend. Like we've, uh, we uh, we moved our TV. We changed our, our TV setup at our house also during this. And um, we have like no peripherals hooked up to our TV anymore. Like it's just the TV. And then we have an antenna plugged straight into it. And then we've got like all the apps to the TV or whatever. So like sometimes in the morning, I'll just turn on the TV like on the antenna and I start browsing like what's on the guide through like the channels we get through the air. And like on the weekends, you can get some pretty hilarious stuff going on. Um, lots of Saved by the Bell reruns, for example, uh, you know, things like that. But yeah, the, there's the, the Chuck Norris infomercial was on. <laughs> I was like, oh man, we could have just got that. That would have been a lot easier than like all the stuff I did. Um, I just remember, I just remember like that thing was like, I don't know. He was like basically lying down on an incline, like jumping up and down and like, this is, <laughs> this is how you'll look like Chuck Norris it's, by like jump, jumping up and down on this Chuck Norris home gym. <laughs> it, it, it's still some sort of thing on an incline and, uh, Kim was like, I mean, like people like watching this don't realize like you probably have to have like crazy core strength to do this stuff that, that he's doing on there, but I know. Uh, but yeah, that's been going on. And then like I was in the Twitter bracket that I don't really know exactly how that happened, but that happened. Oh, that was yeah. a thing. That was a thing. Yeah. We had, we, which, had, we had a fake Twitter bracket. Yeah. So I, all I'll say about that is I lived up to my seating. So I was an eight seed, <sighs> whatever that means. And I beat the nine seed and lost to the one seed in my region. So there was that. <laughs> <laughs> and and apparently, like we put people on there that were fans of other teams. Like yeah, and I, then they won, but like because they bought votes, which I'm not really sure what that means. I don't know if that's <laughs> like I did. There's all kinds of controversy. So stop the steal, Jim. Did, stop the steal. All right. I don't know if that means like they promoted the tweet. Of course or they did. did. Or did they pay people <laughs> to vote in the poll? I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. Okay. Anyways, uh, I don't know. Any, you, you got any other random musings, things that have been going on for you? No. I mean, my wife's business has been doing really well with photography, so I've been helping her manage that. We're talking about expanding. Very um, nice. I mean, if anyone's in the Marietta area, needs... If it's anyone's in the Marietta, photo Atlanta session done. Yeah, new, newborns. Yeah. She's been doing a lot of Corona babies lately. Um, this yeah, episode good. is brought to you by Lindsay Powell for photography. <laughs> for all your <laughs> photography needs. <laughs> Joyful, <laughs> fresh, natural. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I mean, the first thing I had, yeah, you know, we were talking about like, what did we do or, or prep or anything? And I mean... The, the biggest story I had was just the loss of George Pickens, right? Mm. I mean, so that that definitely rocked Bulldog Nation. Was all over Twitter last week. 
when that happened. I know like I read it and texted you <laughs> like, freaking yeah. out. Um, and, and then and uh, you were you were the drop the news drop for me because I was like, <laughs> uh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, uh, so I, I don't know. I like I, I've, I've seen so many things online around, you know, how big of a loss it is. You know, we are deep there, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I feel like you can't understate how big of a loss it is for the team. I mean, like, yes, we're deep at wide receiver, but I mean, he was our best. He is our best receiver. Um, so it definitely hurts. Um, we don't have anyone else on the roster with his he combination and everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was, I mean, especially late last year. Right. I know like early in the year we were kind of blown away with like, Holy cow, where is Kira's Jackson come from? And you know, like he was like the leading receiver, but when JT Daniels came into the picture, we saw that change with Pickens and he kind of, we saw what we had seen towards the tail end of his freshman year, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously when you lose one of your most electric play playmakers, um, particularly when JT Daniels uh, was starting to be the quarterback towards the end of the season, that's a, that's a big loss. I mean, I tell you what was helpful was, was Graham coffee posted a thread of like all, all the reasons to not, like overreact about it just 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 yet because yeah. there was just a lot of the the ability for Munkin to get wide receivers open like just in in a split second without no spring with limited you know activities and all that kind of stuff obviously the quarterback situation was in flux basically the entire season um, so what he was able to do and accomplish with the scheming, um, on the wide receivers side of things was, uh, was really remarkable because as, as has been documented ad nauseum, we had guys open left and right. All we needed was someone to throw the ball to. So if you were a person that can catch the ball, run at decent speed and get open and listen to the things that, uh, Todd Monken tells you to do. Um, then you're going to potentially put yourself into a position to have a great success um, through the air at the University of Georgia. So in my opinion, uh, I agree with Graham. I agree that there's obviously it sucks. Obviously, it's terrible. Uh, it, it certainly puts a ding on the somewhat of the expectations, but the potential is still very much there. Um, yeah. And I think I mentioned this to you was if if that means that Jermaine Burton gets more opportunities, then that's that's gravy for me. Um, if it means that, um, if it means that someone else gets an opportunity to step up, um, you know, we have, we have guys on, on the team that are more than capable of filling the gap. It's just, it's kind of like Bama when, when Waddle went down, it was kind of the next man up and Devonte Smith basically took over. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, no, and I'll I'll make sure to retweet out that that thread. It it was good, and I know it had like it. You know, he talked through it, and then he had you know videos to show, um, you know, the concepts that he was talking through with some some videos. I think dog stats had put together. Um, that that was good, that, and that did make me feel better. And I know, like <laughs> that's like when we were kind of back and forth texting, and you tagged me in that. And you're like, 
<laughs> you said it was like chicken soup for my soul or something like that. It was chicken um, soup for the U- panicky UGA soul. <laughs> right. Which panicky, panicky. I mean, like what me munsoning? Like what? I mean, yeah, yeah. Know, we, were, we were, we were, we were munsoning pretty hardcore on that one. We sure were. Uh, but I've definitely seen some of the, the talk turn to like, is he necessarily out for the season? Like, could he come back? Um, some of that stuff. And I know Seth Emerson wrote about that and, Dude, were, he's, he's pointing to like yeah. well so that's the thing right so there's to there's me no it's, way. it's can he come back well so the the example he gave was um devon wilson a few years back with that he tore his acl like in spring and then was back for the bowl game the following year's bowl game okay so that's kind of the that would be similar here now there's extra questions though right so like can he come back and I mean, it's not out of the realm of the possibility, but it's still like, uh, oh, that's tough to do. Um, like, is it the same injury as what Wilson had? Like, you know, I, I don't know the the comparison there. But then there's like, will he want to, right? I mean, like he has to keep going to class, be in school, um, all that, right? I mean, instead of just rehabbing, like, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, the guy's going to be an NFL draft pick in the next draft, regardless of which decision he makes. Um, and he, right. <laughs> I know he did have like an Instagram post that was like just a black screen and it said bye. Now, who knows? Maybe that could be about something else, but I missed this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has it. Yeah. So he did that. Um, Elabor- elaborate. <laughs> so request, like, request elaboration. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, wait, do you want me to elaborate or you want him to elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just having so, yeah. some WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> Great show. Great show. Great show. Um Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I'm I feel like the best way to proceed is just assume he's out and then, you know, anything from there is gravy. Um but it, I'll I'll segue into our first listener question. So tweet out from the podcast account. Uh, let's see, it's Monday night right now. On Sunday, it's asking for listener questions. And we got a ton back, and they're all really good. Um, so I think we're going to be kind of a little fan-friendly on this one um, and, and hit all of our questions, and then when we're done with that, uh, we'll see if we missed anything. So um, from Bobby Wilson, which I don't have his at handle, but, I mean, you know, he was the number one seed in the Twitter it's at Bobby Wilson something, like 1004 or something like that. Um, he's a number one seed. Everyone knows Bobby Wilson, right? Everybody knows Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you don't know Bobby, just look for the steak photos. <laughs> right, exactly. So he had three. This was actually his second one. But um, are we as deep as we think we are with elite talent and wide receiver to be in great shape without Pickens at the beginning of the season? So... I don't know about great shape, uh, although I don't know. I mean, I guess that kind of gets back to what you were saying, right? right? Like what you saw from, from Graham kind of there. I mean, I, I would say good shape. Um, and let's see, you mentioned Burton for sure. We talked about Kyrus Jackson and then I'm Arian Smith. Jackson. Exactly. Yeah. Doubt, doubt Kyrus at your own risk. Um, doubt Kyrus at your own risk. You have to apologize to his mom later. Uh, but so I would add Arian Smith in there, right? I think Dude, like yeah. – you know, so to me, those are kind of like the top three targets, I would say. And then you've got my, my next bucket. I've got uh, Rosemary Jack Saint and Blaylock in great talent, um, 
we've seen both of them produce on the field, but both coming off of injury. So I don't know, you know, how we can count on them. I mean, Rosemary Jack Saint, the his Which, ankle injury was pretty gruesome. Um, yeah, and then Blaylock, what you know, two ACL tears that he, that he's coming back from. So I know they're both like running on the sideline at spring practice right now. Neither neither are cleared to play yet. So yeah, I, I'd love to get one or both of them. Um, that would be surely, awesome. Surely Blaylock will be back at some point, right? Yeah, I mean, I think they're pretty much expecting them to be back. They're just not cleared yet. So I, you know, right. I don't expect to see them like a G day or anything. But I, I would think that they're cleared during fall camp would be my guess. But I am not a mm-hmm. Um, so then some kind of other buckets. So we got D Rob back for <laughs> sixth year, uh, not sixth year at Georgia, but sixth year in college. Sixth um, year in general, yeah. I mean, he's yeah, gonna so have I mean, to step up. Yeah, yeah. So if I don't ever. Know. If ever there was an opportunity for him, this would be the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a name that I keep hearing is Justin Robinson. Like people keep mentioning him. And I don't know if that's just because like he's tall. Um, but he redshirted last year, was kind of dinged up. Um, so I don't know. Younger guy, we haven't really gotten to see uh, coming off the injury. I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people keep talking about him, though, because he's tall, like Pickens. <laughs> But so I don't know. So he, he, I don't know. He's a guy that I do want to look for at G day, um, and, and see what he can do. And then just the, the G day MVP. Uh, yeah, good question. <laughs> well, there's always there's always that there's always that uh, that player that is constantly like just shows out in in G day, but then but then like disappears in the season. You know, it's like the. Right. The curse, yep. the curse of the G Day MVP. Right. Yeah. He, I mean, he was a four star. He was a four star guy. So he's he's he comes he comes pretty highly touted, top fifty in his position. Yep. Yep. Um, and then not receiver, but people who will catch the ball. We've got Darnell Washington, right? And then James Cook. Um, so yeah. now across that, I think we we have. I mean, we have the weapons. I mean, the offensive side of the ball, we knew was loaded coming back, right? Um, that's what everyone's been more excited about this year as opposed to last. It's kind of opposite. Um, we've got everybody back on offense, at least at the skill positions. So, I mean, I don't know. I would obviously feel better with Pickens, but uh, yeah, we are we are deep. So, I, I mean, I, I think we'll be okay, but I would definitely feel a lot better. <laughs> Yeah, you obviously would. You obviously would feel you would feel a lot better, but um, I mean, there's 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 I mean, there's there's all sorts of new blood coming in. You got Adonai Mitchell; he's another six four guy. I mean, mm. yeah, you know, he's 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 coming in. Um, he's going to be looking for looking to make an impact. You got Jackson Meeks. Um, you know, he's six two, two o five. I mean, he's a pretty big. He's a pretty big boy. I mean, that Justin Robinson fella, you know, he's six four, two twenty. I mean, you got all this all these new new guys that are gonna be looking for opportunities. And if Pickens is out, it just means that everybody else has just shifted upward, which means that, you know, guys like, you know, Jermaine Burton, Kiris Jackson, like they're suddenly gonna be more more featured, um, which is going to open up opportunities. Uh, you know, 
the defenses are going to have to scheme to, to to shut those guys down because the, they're the known they're the known quantity on the field. So they'll mm. probably think that if I can shut down Burton out of the backfield or Burton on the reverse or Burton deep, you know, or we can just you know cover Kieras in the slot or wherever he's lined up at, wherever he ends up lining up at, then they'll they'll shade defenders their way until we prove that we have reliable sources elsewhere. And so that's where I think that some of these guys are going to get the opportunities. They're going to get the looks. Um, they'll get the targets that they might otherwise, frankly, probably wouldn't have gotten had Pickens been around. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I know like Kirby in his press conference, it, uh, one of his press availability after, um, after the injury, you know, he was asked about this. And I mean, I mean, Pickens, we didn't have him every game last year, right? I mean, he missed several games last year. Um, That's true. And, and he did point to the, the Florida game, uh, uh, you know, like like early on, right? Um, we had some success in that game really until Bennett injured his shoulder, right? I mean, but up until that point, I mean, he was throwing the ball over the field um, to myriad receivers and none of them being George Pickens. Um, the other thing is too, like without Pickens, I also do wonder, like, are people going to be stacking the box because we're also just as deep, if not deeper, at tailback? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. like I know, like we're all loving what we've seen from JT Daniels and kind of want to sling the ball around, but I mean, we are still tailback you, um, and we've got a slew of running backs. We're still going to run the ball, so I'm, I'm kind of curious to see, and we'll, <laughs> we'll find out quickly with Clemson, right? right? Like what are they going to try to do, right? Are you going to stack the box and make us throw? You know, and then if we if they do that, then I think you and I both trust Munkin to get get those guys open. And I think we've got plenty of guys that can, can catch the ball considering who their quarterback is. So, If we learned anything from this Georgia team is that regardless of who we have at the quarterback and their ability to throw the ball, we're still going to throw the ball. <laughs> You're right, true. True, 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 true. true. We're going to throw it deep. (laughs) Very true. All right, let's go. Let's go. Next one. Uh, Also from Bobby. Uh, Will Will Kendall Milton emerge as the number one running back? What do you think? (sighs) Emerge might be a good a good phrase there. Um, Might be an important distinction because I don't think that he's going to start out as the feature guy. I mean, I think that you'd be crazy not to say that. James Cook and Zamir White will get the lion's share of carries uh, come day one. Now, obviously, he's coming back from injuries. Um, is he going to be, you know, coming back hundred percent? You know, obviously, if he lines up, the the, the coaches and you know, uh, Ron Corson, you know, Ron Corson obviously believes that he's ready to go. So, yeah, we'll see. It'll be very similar, in my opinion, to you know, watching how Nick Chubb came back from, from his knee injuries. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it took him a while to get back up to speed. It took him a while to really kind of recover from those ACL injuries. And that's one of those kind of injuries where it's like, you really don't know until you start putting stress on it. Well, what was, what Zemir was white? I mean, Zamir yeah. white, look, look at what, what, what happened with him and how kind of, I mean, I hesitate to say this, but like how slow, you know, his career has gone because of the injuries. Right. Um, I'm trying to remember what was, what was Milton's injury? He, he came back by the end of the year, right? I mean, he, he was already knee? back. Yeah, but it was like, he like, 
<laughs> it wasn't like a, I'm trying to remember, I remember something I had said before where it's like, I'm always amazed by how fast these guys come back considering like the one time I hurt my knee. <laughs> <laughs> but like it was like a strain mcl yeah he, he like sprained his mcl so he didn't yeah he didn't I mean he didn't have a full tier so he was back you know he he, he played, he, played it in the bowl he, game. he he played he played in the bowl game yeah 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 so i, Which, yeah, I, mean, I mean he had four carries yeah yeah he, he was, wasn't heavily utilized in it yeah for sure he, he had four carries and he had like i think it was like three yards or something like that a carry um, you know, I, I, again, yeah. I don't think that he was, I don't think that he was back to the pre, you know, he was basically averaging like eight, nine yards a carry or something like that, you know, yeah. in, in the, in the games that he played in, but, um, clearly he was on the rise and I think yeah. that he showed the opportunity uh, or showed the, the potential for, for what he has in his arsenal, which I think we were all super excited about, um, very similar yeah. to Dejan Edwards and, you know, what his potential was. So, again, yeah. I think that you'd be crazy to think that Zemir White wasn't going to continue to have that upward trajectory recovery. Like, again, I think that it's, it's taken him some time, but I think that he is hands down going to be the number one running back come day one, followed by uh, James Cook. Yep. I, I agree with you. I, I think especially um, with Macintosh going down, which we haven't talked about that, but yeah, I do not yeah, like so, those apples. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What dislocated elbow. Um, but I mean, I would assume, I don't know. I guess I assume he'll be back by yeah. Clemson game. I would think, but yeah, definitely out for the spring. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I would say I, I, I could see it's interesting, right? I mean, I could see it being kind of like, I mean, three to four guys for sure, right? I mean, so Zamir White, Kendall Milton, um, James Cook, mm-hmm. and McIntosh. I mean, to me, the, those are the top four to me. And I mean, we've seen Georgia use four tailbacks. I mean, we did four it. Four tailbacks, what? yeah. We did it in 17, right? I mean, so in 17, you had you know Chubb and Michelle mainly, but then we had Swift in there and then occasionally Harry in. Actually, or was it even Harry? Um, I mean, we had Harry and Holyfield. God, we're so stacked. I mean, it's like it's just like this year, though, right? I mean, it's it's similar. Um, okay, okay. Uh, well, let's see. Something yeah. something to throw a wrench in in that uh, in that whole calculation and calculus was, you know, what about does does that put an end to the Lovacy Carroll? Um, does that put an end to that experiment <sighs> with him going to cornerback with uh, Corner. McIntosh yeah. going down? Uh, I mean, I would like to see that experiment carried out still personally, just because again, I mean, you've also, we didn't even mention Dejan Edwards. We got him too. I mean, he looked, he looked good too. We were so deep. I mentioned Dejan Edwards because I'm very excited about that kid. He reminds me of Nick Chubb and I can't wait to see him continue to mature, but, but, but continue. But yeah. So yeah, no, I, I don't, I, I, I haven't heard that they switched him back to to offense or anything during the spring. And then I guess, you know, it'll be a different story come the fall, right? We'll, we'll see what happens with him. Um, Kirby Smart has some success with pulling guys from running back positions to the defensive side of the ball, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you hit on this. Uh, this is Bobby's last one. Uh, you hit on this a little bit uh, around yeah. which, which freshman will play early. Um, and I want to give one nugget before we dive into who we think would play. If you have anyone, I know you mentioned a couple of guys already, but um, 
And this this is interesting. In the 2020 season opener against Arkansas, we actually played 10 true freshmen in that game. Um, And in the entire season, we had 16 true freshmen play last year. So... Are we are we are we saying true freshmen like when we're saying freshmen we're talking about true freshmen or are we talking about redshirt freshmen? Well, he said freshmen. I th- was thinking true freshmen, but I already in my I I had kind of pre-answered and I I went the same way because one of my questions was uh, does Keeley Ringo count because he was here last that, year he's a redshirt was, freshman but yeah is that, that why you were asking? To- <laughs> that was why I was asking because he's going to be like, I mean, it's like cheating, right? Like yeah. you figure he's, he's definitely going to be the big, the big, uh, the big guy that's going to come out as a freshman quote unquote, uh, yeah. play, playing. So, yeah, that, that, that was, that was my one cheating. And then my other cheating answer was define early <laughs> because <laughs> like does early mean they're going to play against Clemson. Or does it mean like early in the season? Because we do have UAB week two, and I fully expect to see Brock Vandegrift on the field at some point during the game against UAB. So um, I'll leave that out there. I, I don't know. I don't expect to see him out there against Clemson. Uh, what was but his, I, yeah. What was his exact question? Just which freshman will play early? Okay. I guess that's that's still fairly. All right. Well, I was also going to say the other cheat. The other cheat code that I have is Amarius Mims. I had him. Yeah, he was on my list. I mean, I he's mean, a true freshman. He is a true freshman. He right? is a true freshman. He's also okay. a five-star offensive lineman. He's a six-seven. He's a monster of a of a human being. Um, so yeah. I I think that we would be kidding ourselves if we didn't think that he was going to see some some playing time as well. I mean, frankly, the way that, the way that they've, they've been doing the offensive line uh, the last several years is, I mean, basically, if you've got a heartbeat, they're going to rotate you in um, because they yep. are rec- we're recruiting at such a high level now, so there's not really a whole lot of drop-off. I mean, you've got Michael Morris, who's a true freshman as well, who's a four-star guy. Right. Yep. yep. Um, I don't know how much he's going to be playing, but... Um, we've got a lot of talent coming through, obviously, because we've been, like I said, we've been we've been recruiting at such a high level. Um, yeah, I'm looking through the now that he's well, asked got, that question. I got a couple go, other go. names. So yeah, so okay. just in the, I mean, just because we lost all our corners, <laughs> I, was, I, I, was, I was I was just about to say you know? the cornerback position. <laughs> so I just threw off like threw out like all the freshman DBs. Although I'm not even sure if these guys are all DBs versus safeties, but you got David Daniel who ironically is wearing 14 and was like DJ Daniel was 14 last year. So like, Hey, Daniel's out there again. It's a different guy. That'll be interesting. Uh, and then <laughs> Nyland green and Kamari Lasseter. So I don't know. I, you could maybe see some of those guys in the secondary. And the other guys I jotted down were uh, smile. I don't even know how to say this guy's name. Is it smile or smile? It's S M A E L. And I tried to go check uh, Scott Howard. They do not have Scott Howard pronouncing his name on georgiadocs.com yet. So I'll, I'll, I'll update that once I once they ever do that. How do you spell his name? S-M-A-E-L, Munden. I've heard it. I've heard people say smile, uh, and I've heard it like like smile, like you're smiling. Like I don't know. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. So we'll we'll have to get to the bottom of that. Um, the Georgia Georgia Dogs does not have a pronounce this name. So they do, but like not on the true fresh, not on the true freshman early enrollees yet. So like he's on uh, the roster, but for a lot of guys, 
generally, if you're not, if you're reading it, you're like, huh, how do you pronounce that? <laughs> they have like a button on yeah. uh, Georgia Dogs, and you can click it, and you can hear Scott Howard say their name, which is actually pretty cool. Um, I that like is that. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, but they don't have the true freshman on there yet. So by the Got fall, it. by fall camp, hopefully we can know whether it's smile or smile. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Xavier and Sorry. I don't know. So th- those are the those are two like the highly touted linebacker guys. That Zavian, we got. And yeah. again, like we just we rotate linebackers so much. And then like I fully expect those guys to get on in special teams. You know, I mean, oh, whether 100%, it's you know yeah. kick coverage, punt coverage, all that kind of stuff. Like the, a lot of those guys will be on there. So okay, makes sense. Um, this one I I, I think is pretty easy, or it is for me. See if you agree. So this came from uh, Yankee Dog Seventy at Greg Armona on Twitter. Uh, who's looking like the number two quarterback? Who's looking like that? That that might be the the question, the question of the of the entirety of the questions that we've gotten uh, related to spring. Because yeah. that actually was one of those things that made me say, "Hmm." I mean, yeah. your your money's got to be on the incumbents, right? I mean. You don't you don't figure that Brock Vandegrift is going to be coming in as the like hands down number two, do you? I mean, well, I know that he's I know that he's I know that he's highly touted. Yeah. Um, but like we don't we haven't seen him. I haven't really I haven't really heard a whole lot from coming from Spring about him. That's for sure. Yeah, it's one of those questions that like will we need to revisit after G Day? I think for sure. That's true. You know, but. Yeah. So I'm going to, here's what I'll say when we did our season review, um, or I don't know, one of the last times we talked, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't remember when it was, but I said, I did say that I expected Vandegrift to be number two this coming year. So I'll stick to I, that just cause I said it back then, but I will reserve ju- final judgment until after you cheated. Well, the question was who are we hearing, right? It was more of like a, what are we hearing mm-hmm. coming out of spring? Right? Like, I mean, I haven't really, I haven't really heard a lot. Have you? I haven't. I saw some pictures that came out of practice today. I did know Vandegrift has like a, he's got a huge brace on his knee. He's got a brace. Yeah. yeah what was he, that all huge. about? I don't know. Which I don't. And Daniels like, and Daniels didn't have Daniels didn't have a brace. I don't think so. Or an awesome mustache. Uh, it wasn't that awesome. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So well, okay. So if it's not, so you're, are you thinking Stetson then? If it's not Vandergriff, it's got to be Stetson, right? It would have to be Stetson. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would think. So, yeah, it's got to be Stetson. But I still think it'll be Vandergriff by the fall. But I want to see. I want to see. Uh, I want to see G Day. Right. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay. So uh, Fletcher Proctor at F Proctor on Twitter. Uh, this is offensive line themed. Okay. So, he's, so he says Tate versus Broderick versus Austin versus the new guys Luke brought in this year. Which new name will see the most snaps on the offensive line? Mims. <sighs> like new names, new names in terms of like like fresh meat, or are we talking just so between, new names that we haven't heard? Yeah. So basically, like I would say, none of the guys that started in the in the. Uh, Peach Bowl. I can't remember what bowl we played. <laughs> None of the guys that started the Peach Bowl. Um, but yeah, so basically, he, he's saying like the new freshman that came in this year versus the guys that redshirted last year. So Tate Ratledge, right? Broderick Jones, 
um, and Austin, like between those guys versus a true freshman, like those are kind of your options, the red shirt freshman or the true freshman. Hmm. I'll let you. So I'll like Tate Ratledge. So like you could say Tate Ratledge if you think, and that would be, you know, that'd be correct. So I, I'm I my picks were Mims or Broderick Jones. Those are kind of those are my guesses. Um, Mims, like I mean, my only concern with Mims is like he played two A, you know, classification. It's like double A ball. So it's, you know, I mean, I'm I'm sure. Is, sometimes it's hard hard to tell there, but the guy is massive, um, and he was rated like what, like the number one overall prospect in Georgia, I believe. So that's why I'm leaning him. Of the other guys, I'll I'll take Broderick Jones. Those, those are the ones that those are my guesses. Hmm. Do we? So uh, I mean. Uh, forgive i'm i'm flustered at this point like what what are their positions are they center they the guards are they tackles oh man let's see so do you think that that's going to ultimately matter on what the correct answer i believe is going to be because i think that you're going to have more of an opportunity at guard as opposed to tackle you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i know like i mean it's hard to say with some of these guys because I mean, we move people around so much, <laughs> right. and then like we're also talking like in some cases high school versus nothing or minimal experience in college. So like for example, uh, like Radledge was a tackle in high school. He right. he did play like when he got in last year he played right guard. Um, so I but like who knows, right? Um, I don't think any right. of those guys are playing center. Uh, like again, Mims. I would assume Mims is tackle. I mean, yeah, just yeah. you know, six seven, <laughs> flip, um, and was tackle in high school. So I would assume he'd be a tackle. Um, so I don't know that we're necessarily going to see the guys that are like true that are projecting to be true tackles to be playing tackle. Hmm. That's just my that's just my gut. That's just my yeah. gut feeling. Yeah, that's um, fair. So I think Ratledge, I mean, Ratledge, in my opinion, is would be would have been the the the, the guess that like off the cuff, because he's been in the program, he's been around for a while. I think that he's due for for snaps and time kind of thing. Yeah. Mims Mims was a tackle. Uh yeah. I mean, I think that Ratledge is probably probably one of the guys that's probably gonna be getting a, a lot of looks. All right, I'm going to switch. I, I mean, shocking that we would agree. But your point about tackle versus um, mm-hmm. guard, I mean, so like, and I, I did, yeah, Jones did play tackle last year when he was in. I'll, I'll stick to that. I'm going to stick to to Jones, but I would say probably, yeah, like Ratledge or Jones there. <laughs> I believe that's what <laughs> we call hedging their bets. <laughs> well, I had already given two. So, yeah, yeah one of those guys. So, all right, all right. Okay, but uh, it is nice. It is nice that we are talking through all these offensive linemen, because oh, yeah. I will say that one of the things, you know, obviously we're we're jumping a little bit ahead, but like all this, all the smoke that's been going with the the mm-hmm. recruiting class that we're putting together for next year, which yeah. looks to be absolutely phenomenal. I don't see any offensive linemen 
on that list right now. So I'm really hoping that these freshmen pan out. <laughs> I, I, I saw you, you tweeted that to, I think John tweet sports, because he was talking about how good the class looked and you were like, needs more linemen or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> needs more linemen. <laughs> uh, I will say like it is, uh, I mean, we do have, so because of the uh, early exits, we had the opt outs for the bowl game. Like everyone who started on the line, in the Peach Bowl is back. So that was, as a reminder, so we had Truss at left tackle, Salyer at left guard, Erickson at center, Schaefer at right guard, and McClendon at right tackle. So those five, yeah. they're, they're all back. So, I mean, I don't know. Again, it'll be interesting to see how they split. I, I haven't seen yet, like, how they're splitting up the teams for G-Day yet or anything. Like, if they're doing, you know, sometimes they do it kind of like ones versus twos. And, you know, like one, one team is basically the number one offense and number two defense and then vice versa. Sometimes they do it like that. Sometimes they more like pick players um, to make it more like even. I don't know. We'll see what they do this year. I feel like Kirby's been more kind of ones versus twos. Um, so that you we'll see, see, sorry. So meaning that you see like number one offense versus number one defense and then two versus exactly. two. Exactly. Yeah, um, which, which makes but, sense so we'll in see. my opinion. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see if that's how they do it or not. But it'll be interesting, again, to see kind of who trots out there, right? Um, to see if they yeah. keep that five together, even 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 just for G Day would be interesting to see if it is that versus someone else. So there's a lot of there's a lot of talk and discussion about like you know what are we going to do in the secondary and all that kind of stuff. Which uh, I'll be honest, like I'm not super concerned about the secondary because I feel like we have enough athletes out there. It's very similar. It's a very similar problem to the wide receiver problem. We've just got a lot of guys that are talented that just haven't had a whole lot of opportunities. Uh, because of the guys in the, that are in front of them. And on the defensive side of the ball, especially in the secondary, I mean, we're talking about Kirby Smart, man. Like the guy the guy develops the guy develops defensive backs. So like yeah. I mean he was a defensive back. So I'm not as concerned with the defensive side of the ball. I'm actually more concerned with the offensive side of the ball because as we saw last year, you know, it doesn't matter how good we are on defense. If we can't keep up on offense in this day and age and in this SEC, we're we're screwed. So in my opinion, what we need is a more consistent offensive line that is able to protect the quarterback, get yards on the ground, create holes for the running backs, the talented running backs that we have, to give our quarterback time and receivers time to get open. So in my opinion, the offensive line just needs to be, if we can have a consistent offensive line, like we did during the time, during the periods of time when we had, you know, when Stetson was able to sit back there for, for what seemed like forever, only to over, (laughs) only to, only to overthrow wide open wide receivers. You know what I mean? So if we can get someone that can get that kind of time consistently, we're going to, we're going to be very dangerous. It's interesting you say that. I mean, because I'm kind of so. All right, so like I did feel like that while that starting five on the offensive line from the Peach Bowl was coming back, it wasn't our best game on the offensive line. And I mean that shouldn't no. really be right. And but it shouldn't be a shock, right? Considering we didn't have Cleveland and we didn't have Hill, right? Um. So yeah, I, I guess like of I mean on offense as far as like position groups, I would say that's probably I mean. It's safe to say that's the biggest concern. Not, I mean, not that I'm like overly concerned about it, but I think offensive line is probably the biggest concern out of any of the position groups that we've got coming back. Um, 
it's a concern only in a sense that we have so many guys that are so highly regarded four and four and five star guys which you and i grew up you and i grew up in the day and age when if we got a five-star recruit like that was a huge deal yeah that was a huge deal when we got a five-star guy on the offensive line during the ricked years and you know we had the guys that were successful were coached up by neil calloway when neil calloway left we were screwed on the offensive line and frankly yeah. In my opinion, that was the undoing of Rick when Neil Calloway left. Like basically, it was all going to catch up to him eventually because the offensive line recruiting was so abysmal after that point. I feel like um, you and me and my dad are the only people that feel that way, by the way, but carry on. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> respect, Lou. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, dude. It's, it's, it all comes down to the trenches. These games are won in the trenches. That's something that Saban – uh, has been very good at doing the last several, you know, the last decade or so that he's been doing this. Um, you know, he recruits these brawlers on the offensive line. So when Kirby came over, shocker, that's exactly what he did. He got these, uh, so he gets these, he gets these brawlers on the offensive line and that's shocker. That's exactly what Kirby smart did when he first came. He got brawlers on the offensive line. He got a awesome off- offensive line coach we've replaced that offensive line coach with a allegedly even o- just just as awesome offensive line coach and yeah. you know here we are um, yeah. we're a little bit inconsistent it feels like you know obviously we're getting the performances but like wouldn't you as a fan and wouldn't you as as someone watching these games feel a lot more confident if our quarterback that was subject to knee injury was not going down with you know in a in a, in a heap <laughs> yeah 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 that's true i that the, the thing for me with the defense though like i mean the secondary is of concern to me um but i mean i'm assuming like amir speed will probably be one of the corners and then then from there we'll kind of see i mean like i threw out keely ringo i mean i'm kind of thinking he'll be the other one We'll see. Um, and then one thing I did want to bring up was that guy that's transferring from West Virginia. Although I looked into it a little bit more today because I've seen a lot of people talking about this, right? So Tyke. Tyke Smith, uh, like I think he was like a third third team All-American or something this year. You know, every, But everyone's thinking, oh, well, you know, Jamila Dye is our new DBs coach. He was West Virginia, so clearly he'll come with them. But I know right. we already missed out on the first guy that we all thought that was going to happen with, right? So like Trisha Miller, uh, corner from West Virginia, is, is transferring to Auburn. But the other thing is like, Tyke Smith is a safety. Like, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not worried about safety. I mean, between we got Seed back and then we got Christopher Smith back. Um, I know we talked about Christopher Smith a lot last year about – you know, what, what a great job he did um, uh, when LeCount went down. So, and I know you mentioned Graham, Graham's thread about, uh, uh, about you know, feeling okay without Pickens. Um, I know he's been talking about Smith a lot lately as well and just, you know, has a lot of good things about say about Smith. So, I don't know. So, for me, I'm not super worried about safety. Uh, I did not realize, I mean, I'm not a uh, – a student of West Virginia and the roster. So <laughs> I didn't realize that Tyke Smith was a safety. Um, 
I was kind of hoping like, yeah, man, he comes in and he can be kind of like a Maurice Smith impact like we had in 16, right? And then Kirby's first year, you know, Maurice Smith, Maurice Smith transferred from Alabama. It was like, I mean, I kind of felt like he was like our best player on defense that year. Um, I mean, he certainly was an impact. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, and, and so, I mean, maybe he could, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know his, I don't know much about the guy other than it sounds like he's really good. Um, Listen, if he's a, if he's an all American, then he's going to push those guys to be better. So, right. Right. You right. Know, by my, by my count, like we need to be making the team better. And if he makes the team better and Kirby feels like he makes the team better then and he wants to come, I mean, shoot, as long as he doesn't go to flipping Auburn, that's going to tick me off if we get lose another guy to um, second choice university. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Or or he goes to he goes to flipping Florida and helps Todd Grantham look better. Like, although <laughs> you know, all all these guys go down there and they <laughs> they don't really produce much. Well, so I. So I... All right, total tangent. But like, I know. Uh, oh shoot! Well, I can't remember where I read or heard this. I'll still say it. So credit to whoever I heard this from. I, I'm going to say it was Seth Everson. I think it was Seth Everson. But it was around. Um, <laughs> this is the worst tangent because I can't remember who I'm talking about. Brenton Cox. So it was around like you know Brenton Cox. Cox yeah. Like he leaves he leaves Georgia to get more playing time, and goes to Florida, and so he does get way more playing time. But then like. His like he gets tired, right? Like you know, he he started off pretty hot and then kind of trailed off, and I mean, you know, he was getting worn down in games. And I actually, I think it was uh, David Pollock that said that in a Seth Emerson column. No, I think that's where I saw that. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that stuff's not always all it's cracked up to be. But anyway, okay, uh, we got, we got we got two more questions, and I'll I'll let you pick where we want to go first. Although one. So one is Hunter's question, which you said could maybe be an entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 do Hunter. Let's okay. do Hunter. Okay. So Hunter Jones, you can follow him on Twitter at Hunt the Jones. <laughs> this a three part question, but part one has A and B. One A. Will we see more than two uniform combinations this year? So, meaning, if you think about it. Uh, You'll see at least two with red jerseys and silver britches at home and white jerseys and silver britches on the road. That's the standard. Will we see anything more than that? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, I want it to be yes. I'm not sure that we will, but I'm going to say yes because I want to be yes. So if so, 1B, what will it be? What will the alternate uniform be? It'll be black jerseys. Ooh. Okay, so that's going to have to be at a home game, I would assume. Uh, oh, yeah, it's got to I mean, be. Does it? Does it got to be? Or uh, well, actually, it doesn't have to be. So the only other, the, well, the only one I can think of against Auburn, I thought. Well, yeah, but at home. Yeah. Oh well. But yeah. we could wear them at Georgia Tech because they wear white at home. That's true. So that'd be an option. I, I'm going to go with red pants, and, and, and again, I'm answering this on what I want. Because we play at Tennessee this this year, and in my in my perfect world, Georgia wears red pants at Tennessee always. So that's my answer. Interesting. I don't think that I think that there, do, you, do you think that there's a higher likelihood of red pants or black jerseys? No, black jerseys. <laughs> 
So I think there's, I, I do think there's a higher probability that there will be black jerseys okay. than there is of red pants. I do agree with that. I'm, okay. This is me wishful thinking. I've decided to answer this of what I want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is what I want. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you have any opinion on this at all. Why? Question two from Hunter. Why do people hate Bulldog Bold so much? Do you know what Bulldog Bold is, John? Isn't that like the when we switch to like the funnier looking letters? Like yes, yes. Kind of more like. Now, I will show you. Less... This is an this is an audio medium, but I will show to you. See my pint glass that I'm drinking my beer out of right now is a Georgia pint glass. You can see the lettering on this actually is Bulldog Bold. That's the Bulldog Georgia. Bold. Yeah, That's yeah, bold. yeah, yeah. So it's the it's a font, right? So it's the font. Yeah, that it's we, the font. Yeah. So. Um, I'll say I don't, I didn't hate it when it came out. I actually really liked it when I first saw it. Um, I, I cause it was like it. something new and different. And so I liked it, but now like it's kind of worn, the newness has worn off to me. So I don't feel like it's something that should always be there. It's something that was trying to be new and different and it's no longer new and different. And so now I feel like there's no point to it anymore. That's my opinion. Yeah. I, I never, I never liked it. I didn't think that it was something that we should change. I think that the, the fonts that we have for the official, yeah, the official uniforms and stuff. I think that those should basically be set in stone. Well, that's um, the thing is it is the official font on all. If you look at any sport, that's the font on there. And no, it, I meant, I meant like the what? the font that we had previously should have been. Yeah, set yeah, in yeah. Stone. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I like the block letters. I think that it's a classic look. I think it looks better. I'm not a huge fan of, I never was a huge fan of the Bulldog Bold. But what I will say is that, <laughs> God bless you, Hunter. But I did not realize that Uniform Georgia Twitter was as deep or deeper than Bourbon Twitter. <laughs> Dude, if Hunter if Hunter tags you in a tweet with a uniform question, you're going to be getting notifications all day long, and I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. here for it. I'm here for it. But I don't understand. I don't understand why people get so emotional about the uniform font. But it is. It I is funny. Say, it is funny. What I will say is that I think that what we would, if I were the person making the decisions, is that what I what my my biggest takeaway from that whole like you know experience of being tagged on <laughs> the, the uniform twitters was that there should be just a this is the way that it is this welcome yeah. to georgia football we wear red pants when we travel to tennessee we wear black jerseys when we travel to atlanta we whatever whatever it is like like come up with something set it in stone and run with it um i agree 100 percent. i think, that, I, I I think, think that, that trying to make things be... a surprise is what messes it all up because kirby's like uh i think kirby feels like oh this is so stupid like this is taking away and i was like you can get rid of that by just saying Ahead of before the season even starts, these are the uniforms we're going to wear on these games, and then it's all the, over. You don't have to worry about it. The yeah, no, it, it becomes it becomes basically completely moot. Like, and and yeah. frankly, it actually, in my opinion, enhances all of the things that we all love about college football, and that is tradition. Like, yeah. this is the tradition that we do. Georgia is playing Tennessee on the road. By God, you better 
expect that there's going to be red pants on the road. Yeah. Um, Georgia's playing Auburn at home. By God, you, the black jerseys are coming out, and we're yep. all going to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, yep. No, just, I totally agree. Just cut through the BS. Yep, I agree. Okay, this one, <laughs> I don't, we, I, I could, I could spend an entire episode on the next one, uh, and so could. And this is like you need a, a round table with like Hunter and 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 Chase Kelly of Seven Six Barrel to, to do this one, but. Um, although, although waiting since last Saturday kind of did that last season, but anyways, uh, okay. What does the perfect modern Georgia football uniform look like is question three. And I will add John tweets sports came in and added three B and said, and why does the perfect modern uniform have black letters? <laughs> which, which, which you already said. We've already, we've already answered the, the block letters. I don't yeah. know, man. I, I, I'm not a huge fan. The other thing was is that you there are two types of people in this world. There are people that love the collar and there are people <laughs> that hate the collar. Yeah. Um, I am of the opinion that the collar takes away from the entire uniform altogether. That's my position. There's no yep. convincing me otherwise. <laughs> I don't hate it to the point where it's like I look at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot stand it. But, you know, if I'm given a choice, then it's no collar. Um, I agree. The ultimate UGA uniform to me is the you know silver britches, silver britches, red pants. I saw someone mention something about the striping or something like that. The striping being back, I guess I'm dense. I'm too dense to realize that there was a change in that regard. But um, you know, uh, silver britches, red pants, red G. Let, let's let's roll. You know. Yeah, I mean, to me, you just you leave the helmet. You leave the helmet. You do. You do the block numbers and font on your names. You have the silver britches at home with a red jersey, and except for Auburn with the black jersey, no dog collar, and then red pants and and, and white jersey at Tennessee. So that I don't know, that's it for me. I agree, no no dog collar. And I but I we need Hunter to like mock it up because he, he can draw. We need Hunter to mock it up. The uh, I mean. If if you if you had to pick one, like that's that's the, that's the quintessential UGA uniform, right? Like silver yeah. pitches, red, 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 right? Yep. But when yeah. they introduced when they introduced the black jerseys, like that's a sharp looking uniform, man. It is, like, and we are the red and black. So I black know. is one of our colors. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's awesome. And again, my my big thing, I think the biggest issue is that we make too big of a deal about it. You can never. What happened in two thousand seven against Auburn, where it was a surprise. That's a one-time thing. You could never pull that off again. We should stop trying to recreate that. You can't recreate that. It was awesome. I was there. But it can't be duplicated. So now it's just part of the rotation, and you announce it ahead of time. So, okay, we, 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 can, we can end the uniform talk on that, I think. So our final question comes in from my dad. You can follow my dad on Twitter at FripDog. Uh, question one, what are top five bourbons for John? And top five beers for Jim. Can, can, can you, you go five deep on your bourbons? You want me to go? I'll let you go. I'll let you shoot. I'll let you shoot for the beers first. We'll let you answer this one first. All right, I didn't write this out ahead of time, so I'm gonna go. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go. Then this is in no particular order. This is not ranked top five. This I can't. I can't do that right now. I can't do that. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah. But so I'm gonna go. Uh, Fat tire from New Belgium. Uh, that was like. The beer that got me into craft beer. So I'll say that. It's a good choice. So, so that's in my top five. Tropicalia from Creature Comforts, also my top five. 
I mean, Thor drinks it. Obviously, it's amazing. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go right now. My favorite beer right now, and this is what I was drinking during the show. So this is a, uh, a another New Belgium, which I, I love New Belgium. So this is called Wild Ride. Uh, it is an amber IPA. So I, the best way I can explain it is it's kind of like a cross between Fat Tire, which is their amber ale. And like a Voodoo Ranger, which is their IPA, so it, it is excellent. Um, mm. So I don't know that's maybe a recency bias, but I'll say that. Um, then I'm gonna go. I mean, shocking back to Creature Comforts, uh, Automatic, their Pale Ale, uh, excellent beer. Um, then I gotta go to another brewery just because I keep doing those. I'm gonna say I'll go with a, a lighter beer because sometimes you need something that isn't like, you know, 7% IPA or whatever. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with the uh, Lagunitas Daytime IPA. So it's like a low ABV uh, session beer that, that's uh, great for the beach. So I'll, I'll go with those. That's a, those, are, those are excellent selections. Um, you know, for me, I feel like this is an unfair question for me because I'm fairly new to the bourbon scene. John yeah. tweets, Bobby, those Kurt, those guys could probably um, weigh in with a little bit more expertise. But um, you know where I sit, the bourbons that I've enjoyed in the short period of time, they're they're bottles that I've you know deemed purchasable. Um, where I you know sought out and got them. Um, okay, so so you got Weller Special Reserve. Um, which is a pretty, you know, it's, it's pretty unique, but like you can't find it very easily in a lot of places. If you ask Hunter, <laughs> he can't get it in Mississippi. <laughs> I've got to buy it for him here in Atlanta. Uh, between me and John, we've got to, uh, we've got to help him get the, get his hands on Weller. Um, so Weller special reserve. And again, these are not ranked by any means. Um, another one that I like is, uh, old granddad 114. Um, is another fantastic bourbon. And I, I will also add that part of my caveat with this is that these are bourbons that I feel like that are very, um, like, obviously I could throw out a $5,000 bottle or something like that. But like, number right. one, I haven't had those yet. And number two, <laughs> like the average person is probably not going to drop five grand on a 23 year old, whatever bourbon. Um, but yeah, Weller Special Reserve, Old Granddad 114. Um, I also have uh, Weller 12 is is a fantastic bourbon as well. Um, that's, a, that's one that's not going to break the bank too badly, depending on where you buy it. Um, the the other bourbons that I've, I've really enjoyed are the Weller 107 and uh, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Is 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 another another one that that is excellent. I have no idea what you just talked about, but bourbon dog Twitter love that segment. I, I have not gotten into the bourbon, and then like if, I know the other day I sent you a picture of a glass of bourbon, like to trick you, and it was my friend's glass. <laughs> <laughs> you were like all excited, like oh, you're getting into it. I was like, yeah, that's my buddies. I mean, lately, you know, lately, probably starting around like the November, October time period, that's probably when I started first getting into this. It was probably November. Um, 
whenever we do the recording, I usually have a have a bourbon. Um, yeah. Bourbon. I'm a, I'm a on the rocks guy, which I know is going to probably infuriate many people out there on the bourbon twitters, but um, I enjoy ice and cold beverages, not well, warm beverages. And as we know, you know, as this this question came from my dad, I got a text from my mom tonight that I already forwarded to you with a picture of their their clear ice that they made using your recipe and your instructions, and she just had to have me show you. So that was that was fun. That was fun. Okay, I, 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 I am currently drinking a, a bourbon uh, with with the clear ice. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, awesome. All right, I'm going to add. This is a yes or no question. Will we be at full attendance? Will we be at full attendance capacity for fall? Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, and I'm really hoping that that's true for the first game in Charlotte because I know that's a little bit of a different question because it's not Sanford Stadium. Um, but as someone who is here in Charlotte, <laughs> uh, I'm hoping. How's the How's the vaccine penetration rate in North Carolina? Is it as terrible uh, as it is in Georgia? <laughs> I, I I don't even know. I'll I'll tell you. My my wife has already had it. She's already had both shots. Um, and as of let's see, I think I'm eligible as of the 31st, and then they're opening up to everyone in the state on April 7th. So we're not we're not open fully like Georgia is yet. Uh, it's not like anyone can make an appointment yet. We're uh, a little bit of a week out, but I, I think the expectation though is that basically like if you Anyone that wants it should be able to get it by end of May. It is kind of what what they're forecasting in North Carolina. Um, it looks like that as of as of the end of January, you guys were ranked number six in the, in the nation in total doses of the vaccine. So you got that going for you. Boom. <laughs> Which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, got two more from my two more from my dad. Okay, uh, will someone beat Adam Anderson? In total sacks for the season. Hmm. That is an interesting question. However, the fact that he's kind of stepping into the Ojolari kind of mold. Yeah. I mean, it's almost yeah. I, mean, I think I think no. I'll give you. I'll give you the person who I think could ch- who who could come like. I think the answer is no, but I'd say Nolan Smith is going to be closest. To him is my guess, but mm. I'll give you I'll give you a um, I'll give you another one. Okay. Oh, wait. Was the question total sacks or yeah, positional sacks. sacks? Okay, just sacks. No, just total little. sacks. Total sacks for the season. Okay. How about Trayvon Walker? Could be. Could be. We'll put him. We'll put him in the running. All right. I'm not going to. Jalen Carter. We we'll have to. <laughs> uh, yeah, could be. Although, I mean, you know, we got to keep him fresh for that jumbo package. You know, <laughs> he's also the fullback, so we, we got to keep that in the mind. <laughs> Even to punch it in, punch it in uh, from the one. Right, right. Uh, and then, last question for my dad. This was directly for me. Do you want me to leave the light on at Fripp? Uh, Dad, I, mean, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna get there during the daytime, so I don't think you have to. I think it's okay. Dang, so, I thought that I thought that he was. I thought that was like an open invitation for me. Dang. <laughs> I'm actually going there on Friday, so that's okay. where we're going for, that's where we're going for spring break, and he's there right now. So there, 
they're gonna they're gonna clear out and and leave room for us. So fun times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, when is your when is uh, your spring break? Is it also next week? Uh, it's guys? April. Is that April fifth? Shoot, what what's the date today? Yes, it is. That's the Monday. Yeah. Yeah, April fifth. So we're actually heading to Chattanooga at oh, the end nice. of the week. We're okay. going to do a little do a little quick getaway to Chattanooga and hang out up there. Some friends of ours got us a friends and family rate for the Marriott up there. Excellent, excellent. All right, I, since we've been fan family, fan family, I'm going to ask you one last question. Okay. And it's related to uh, well, first I want to get a confirmation on something, and then ask a question. I believe you're going to G Day. Is that correct? I have acquired tickets from Miserable in Minnesota. Yes. And I am slated to go to G Day. I believe that my neighbor across the street from me and his wife we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do it up. He's talked about getting a uh, he's got a he's got access to a, like a like a party bus at mm. his work. Okay. So that's that's potentially on on the cards for us but we i'm definitely going with my wife sans kids to the g-day game excellent okay i had i had seen that interaction with friend of the show tim riley aka miserable in minnesota on facebook so (laughs) i I thought that was the case um so is there anything that we haven't already talked about that you're going to be looking for at the g-day game I'm I'm going to be looking for hopefully a little bit of laxness on the on the tailgating situation because that frankly has always historically been like the big thing for me and my family is that we get mm. to go there. There's not a whole lot of people typically for G Day, so it's not like a typical yeah. game day anyway. Right. Um, so going to North Campus, walking around with a with an adult beverage, um, some some brown water that when you drink it makes you feel Just put different. it in a red cup. Put it in a red cup. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So at the bare <laughs> minimum, I know I'm going to have a good time, but like I would love yeah. to see like people playing cornhole on North Campus, that kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, but I don't, that, that's what I I'm looking know. for. But yeah, I haven't, as far I haven't as seen... the game, yeah. As far as the game goes, um I think that we all know that Daniels is going to be the starter. Um, I'm I, the biggest thing that I'm looking for is the big, a couple. I mean, I keep I, I'm sitting here like racking my brain on other options, but like the two things that I'm looking for are is Keely Ringo as advertised? Okay, That's is Brock Vandegrift as advertised? Those are yep. two things that I'm looking for. Okay. Uh, I, you know, shocking. We have agreement in areas. <laughs> so I had, uh, rock Vandegrift written down. I had more general, just like the secondary. Uh, but I'll agree. Keely Ringo, definitely what I want to see. And just receivers. How do we look without, without pickets there? I, I want to see, I want to look at JT Daniels mechanics and see, is he still doing the hiya kick when he, when he throws, I, I, I'd like to see him Whoa. remove the hiya kick because i feel like he doesn't step in properly we touched on we touched on it earlier but i don't feel like we talked about it enough but like in those pictures today that literally came out today from Mm -hmm. uh the guys that were posting photos from the quarterbacks but like brock had a knee brace on and jt daniels did not have a knee brace on at all so was he doing a karate kick while throwing 
WTF. Was the was the knee brace causing the karate kick? Question mark. <laughs> well, the knee brace had come on. Well, did, he didn't play the knee brace, did he? By the end, at least. I'm pretty I sure he know. did. It, it was just the yeah, thing was weird. I feel like he's like not he wasn't stepping into the ball correctly. So I don't know. So I'll watch for that. And then above all of that, I just want to see an injury free game. So oh. Goodness gracious! We talked about all these freshmen. Like, can can the knock on knock on your head, Jim? Knocked, knocked on wood. Knocked on my head. Knocked on wood. All right. So yeah, so that's what I would like to see. And so it's funny, you know, like you did say, you know, we all know JT is the starter. Interestingly enough, Kirby actually named him the starter. I did it. You know, he did he, he really? Usually, I didn't yeah, see that. He did, which he usually does not do that. He usually always is like, you know, we compete every week and you know, but, you know, whatever, all that kind of stuff. He actually said JT Daniels is our starter. So I thought that was interesting. When was this? Uh, it was like, um, well, I don't know, it was within the past week. I imagine, I imagine Jamie Newman is listening to that and being like, curses. <laughs> yeah, why, why would you name me the starter? Why didn't uh, you name me? <laughs> Uh, ah, we're digging up old wounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've moved on. We've moved on from that. I need to, dis- to, to discuss that. All right, man. Well, that's all I got. You got anything else? Do we think we're done? Do we think we're done with coaching moves? Coaching moves, like coaches yeah. with coaches our coaches leaving, le- leaving, potentially getting new jobs, that kind of thing. At, not for. I, I would say. I think we're done with that for this season. Think so? Well, so what are we worried about? Like, has Kansas, did Kansas name a new coach yet? Hey, man, there's no telling in the SEC. <laughs> you, well, that, you've well, got, you know, some, scandal, no, some scandal could drop. Some scandal could drop, and someone well, has I to mean, get let go. And <laughs> Well, that's what happened with Kansas, right? I mean, they let Les Miles go. They let um, Les Miles go. Over a bunch of stuff that happened at LSU, so I don't. I honestly don't even know if they filled that position. But I, I mean, no, I don't expect. I don't expect uh, any more any more uh, coaching turnover this this season. Not even in not even in our basketball program. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I found I found the I found the statement that you were talking about uh, about Kirby Smart. I was very curious because I thought it was out of character. Yeah. Um, apparently, he was on Chuck and Chernoff and said it's JT's job. It was on Chuck and Chernoff. I, I did not realize that. Interesting. On six eighty, the fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm familiar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Real Matt, real Matt Lana. So, uh, so, so the quote. So the quote was, "It's JT's job." Period. <laughs> <laughs> he's played nice. the position. He's really on top of it. He's doing a good job in our offense, but that's not to say that we're not giving the other guys a look. Okay. And that's the closest <laughs> but you ever literally get said it's, it's JT's job. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, obviously, like, obviously it is, but he still never, he still doesn't ever say that, you know? So I, know, I, just, right? found, I just found that interesting. I think it's good personally. Like, I don't see why you need feel the need to not say that. So I, you know, I don't know, but I did think it was interesting. I don't, I, again, like we forget that, you know, all these like, oh, Kirby, like trying to compare like Kirby at Georgia to Saban at Alabama and all that stuff is like, which is just so stupid because like Saban had been a head coach at 
uh, it, what, went like three colleges plus an NFL team before he got the Alabama job. And like Kirby, this is his, was, uh, you know, he had never been a head coach until he was Georgia's head coach. So he's still learning. So, and I think that goes all over the place, right? You know, program management, recruiting, coaching, hiring coaches, how to deal with the media, everything. So I, I don't know. I think we'll continue to see him grow as a coach. And I don't know, that was one of those things that I was pleased to see that he said that and he didn't feel the need to hide that. Do you, you know, like, do you think, whatever. do you think that he learned from last season's preseason? <laughs> I mean, could be right. Could be. <laughs> He he recognized the need to name the starter before before the season started. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it's like I mean he basically gushed he basically gushed about him. I mean for I mean for all intents and purposes, this is the Kirby Smart version of gushing over your quarterback. He yeah. says he brings about the best assets we have in our offense, which are which are some of the wideouts and some of the skill position guys. We've got to be able to use his strengths to get them the ball, which means that we're going to sling the hell out. of all this season is my takeaway. Well, I mean, like you said, I mean, we tried doing that last year too. <laughs> I mean, again, but and, and with success once he was there, but we were once trying to he do it was all there. Year. Yeah, and, yeah. And by the yeah. way, by the way, how have we gone? I, I feel like that we would be criminal to not even mention this in the in the you know preseason episode, pre-spring or whatever. Darnell Washington. Oh, we mentioned him. I mentioned. I mentioned him. You mentioned yeah. him. I don't. I didn't. Yeah. Hear so, I mean, well, yeah. So, I, yeah. I mentioned him in. Um, oh, you did mention him. The, the people in Bobby's that catch question, the ball. right? Yeah. Was, yeah. When Bobby was saying, like, is our receiving core so deep, right, to feel okay about losing right. pickings? And I added in, you know, I, I did also say James Cook, right, as far as catching the ball. So James Cook and in, in, in Washington. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I I will say too, like, I mean, Darnell Washington. Uh, do you think that he's like a, a Kyle Pitts type mix, mix, uh, mix mismatch? <laughs> uh, ooh, I mean, like, you know, size and skill. I'll say this. Like, he's similar. I mean, he's bigger, right? I mean, he's taller than Kyle Pitts, if right. I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I expect him to have a – I don't expect him to have a Kyle Pitts type season just because I mean, I think we have more receivers than they had actually. Like I, we're going to spread it around more and sometimes our tight ends don't exist. <laughs> so, like, we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know, how I, I, I but I definitely expect him to be more utilized. And again, like last year we had McKitty who was, you know, grad transfer, had a lot of experience, you know, in, in front of him, and McKinney's gone. So again, just like you were saying, with you know, when Pickens isn't there, that means more opportunities for other guys. I mean, that's definitely, I would say, going to be the case for Washington this year, right? With with the exit of Trey McKinney, um, I expect that that to go to Washington. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm expecting a, a a pretty big jump for him in year two. Yeah, I I agree. I really hope that we utilize. I really hope that we utilize him more in the offense. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Cool, man. All righty. Well, it was it, it was good to good to talk again. Uh, we got, good to get got back through. in the swing of things. I feel like we're in yeah. spring practice podcast right. spring practice. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. We we gotta we gotta we gotta try new things. 
right? <laughs> just like the team. This is this is this is spring. You're knocking the rust off. You're kind of getting ready for the fall. So I can't tell you how thing. many people have asked me, like, "Are you still recording? Like, are you guys? When are you, when are you going to record? When are you recording?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good. That's good. Well, that's good my that daughter, people are asking. My daughter <laughs> asked me today. My daughter asked me today. Are you still recording the podcast? <laughs> it's the off season. It's the off it's season. Off season. <laughs> We're uh, on a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why I just laughed so hard at that. That was awesome. Uh, well, okay. we'll, we'll get that reference. So, right, right. Um, we'll probably also be called old by some because we think it's so funny. But anyway, um, we will we'll get back together again post G Day for sure, right? And 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 uh, and I think we can we, we can do a, a G Day kind of recap of and, and spring spring closeout. So I, I think uh, to answer those types of questions is when when will we of when we would get back together again? I think uh, safe to say we'll do that, and then we'll kind of go from there and, and see. Um, if there's anything newsworthy or, or, or whatnot, uh, we can obviously have, put out some more content before we get into, you know, fall camp and such. So. Absolutely. Cool. All right, man. Well, as always, great to talk to you and, uh, enjoy G day. Have fun, uh, since you'll be there in person and, uh, go dogs. I will report back. Go dogs. <laughs> <laughs>